finished Resident Evil Village yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a pretty silly game. I I saw that you got some trophies called something about like who's the best dad or I'm the I'm the best dad or some nonsense like that. Yeah, and I like yeah. the titles of those. Those were funny. Okay, <laughs> I I didn't read what they were or anything. I just saw it. Say it, like you know the little update bullshit thing it always does yeah, on the main page. Yeah. It just said you unlocked whatever the fuck that is, and I was like, ha ha ha, cool. Yeah, the the damn she thick trophy. No way, really. <laughs> no, <laughs> I wish for, for beating lady uh, boobs. Yeah, lady boobs. Lady boobs. I forget her name. Lady D. Uh, Dimitrescu. I remember now. Yeah, it's pretty stupid though. But yeah, Chris is not a bad guy, so that's good. I that was, I knew uh, he couldn't be. He couldn't be, yeah. He 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 turned around. You get you get to play as Chris for a brief time too, and awesome. he's like, he has like way more like health and stamina and way better weapons and shit. So it's pretty well, funny. He's a it's like character. This, fuck Ethan. Yeah, oh yeah, it's awesome. It's like you get stabbed as Chris. You, you can get stabbed like ninety times and still have health before. And he doesn't use like he doesn't pour um, healing solution on his hands. He, doesn't he just like. No, he yeah he doesn't use hand goo. He just uses like an, a healing injection. So he just like takes his like um, insulin shot, and he just holds up his arm and shoves it in there. It's awesome. Fucking the coolest character ever. I knew he yeah, was Chris. He's one of my people. I like him. Yeah, real. So that's heroes. pretty cool. But yeah, a lot of a lot of twists and turns in that in that game, and um, none of it really makes all that much sense. I don't really, I don't really get it. Me, Chris Redfield. Jason Johnson, the former MLB pitcher, and Brett Michaels, heroes. Yeah, <laughs> so you're all heroes. Exactly. So my my brother also beat it too. Um, so we were talking about it, and I'm I, I'm like, man, I want to play like Resident Evil Five again. I want to, I'm thinking about getting that triple pack on the Switch. I bought I bought number five for uh, PS4 when it re released. Oh, nice. But anyway, he's he, my brother uh, pulls out my copy of the 360 version of resident evil five man i got the steel book and all that the the two disc thing i got the boat the bonus dvd for resident evil five it's fucking awesome i still have a 48 hour um xbox live code in there that i don't think i used it's fucking cool Try man it. 48 hours Literally 48 hours go next weekend there's your plans yeah right <laughs> This weekend's too long. I can't do it right now. It's not enough hours. Or there's too many hours this weekend. I mean, this weekend's half over. I mean, this weekend's just starting. It's Friday morning, but... Oh, yeah, right. So, yeah, that's what I'll be doing. But, yeah, pretty cool. That's Steelbook, man. I have Chris and Shiva on it. It's fucking cool. Awesome. That's way better than just the Golden Five. Yeah, well, the Golden Five is on the front. Chris and, Chris and Shiva are on the back. Yeah, that game is um I don't, it's it's all right. Like it's not terrible, but I it's just kind of a weird direction to go in with Resident Evil. Can't wait for the next one. Yeah. Lady D's return. Yeah. Have you played the first game or the um seventh game rather? So I started that. And then immediately, like the next day, they released uh, a whole new uh, branch of Team Affinity stuff for MLB oh. The Show. 
So I haven't played it again since that because I've just been doing that. Because I 100% completed the AL Central immediately, of course, because that's where the Indians are. And then I was like, I'm 75 or like 85% done with the AL West just because... I played the um, I played the March to October with Seattle, <clears throat> and then I did another one with the Angels, and I've just been kind of like grinding away at the AL West just because there's no other division really that I I'm not I just needed another division besides the Central to play as in this shit to kill pass the time, but uh, since they re released everything new, I, I'm immediately going back into grinding that stuff, trying to get all the new AL Central cards. All the old Indians legends, like there's this awesome Cliff Lee card, but it's when he was with the Phillies. But it's uh, a six shutouts in a season, like specialty, like specialty uh, statistic award card. But I'm gonna have to grind away to get that one because it's fucking Cliff Lee, one of the greatest Indians of all time. Yeah, cool, fucking awesome. Yeah, all Very that cool. stuff. Fuck yeah, sports. Put the drop. Sports talk. Church. Yeah. All right. Well, you ready to get this train on the tracks? I guess I am. Yeah, all aboard. <laughs> Another cool thing about the AL West, uh, March to October, or Team Affinity bullshit, is you unlock, like, there's uh, certain rewards along the way where you can unlock them, where you can unlock stadium sounds for, like, your created stadiums that you can use. And oh, cool. uh, two of the AL West ones, one is a train whistle and the other one is a train horn. I unlocked both of those, so I'm never going to build my stadium. But when I do, I have train sound effects to add to it. Unlike our show, which doesn't have train sound effects to listen to. Can you put train tracks in the stadium? Probably, because, I mean, the Houston Astros stadium has a train that when their players hit a home run, it goes across the upper left field wall. Cool. So that's the best team then. That's way better than the Indians. They just have uh, racist uh, mascots. Yeah, racist Shameful. caricature mascot. Logo yeah. And name. Not trains. Yeah. We should just be called the Cleveland Trains conductors. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. Just, just the Cleveland Trains. <laughs> the Cleveland locomotives. Yeah, you could like instead of like that white line that you paint that goes from like home to first, you can just put some train tracks there. That'd be cool. Just have the train tracks go all the way around the bases. And you have to like run on the tracks and try not to trip over them. Be awesome. Why not do that? Come on, MLB. You want to appeal to the youth. This is how you do it. This is how you save baseball. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Train on the tracks. Welcome to Giraffes at Black Tongues Comics. I'm Dave. And I'm Donnie. This week we're going to talk about The Evil Within, the comic book, Penultiman, and the Men in Black animated series, episode 10. Speaking of train tracks, there was a subway train in The Evil Within. That's right. That's right. The fucking the evil, best book. evil Within was way better because it had a train. I was so tempted to download that game and like try it just to talk about it here. 
but I didn't. Yeah, I definitely did not. I, I just finished reading it like this morning, so I wish I did this earlier so I could maybe look into the game, but I didn't look into the game at all. I do. It is in my library, though. I do have it, so it had to be like a free game of the month or something at some point in time because I have it available. If you haven't tried it at all? I, I want to say I played like 10 seconds of it and gave up. Oh. Okay. Too scary, right? Way too scary, yeah. <laughs> I can see my own fears and uh, anxieties interpreted in video game form. Freaked me out. I like I like the... So, I, apparently in this world, Dave and I know nothing about this game, so if anyone has played this game, know that Tweet we have Tweet us at Giraffe's HPT pod and tell us how incorrect we are about everything. I thought it was the fucking game with Rami Malek and Hayden Benatier, for Christ's sake. No. It definitely was not that. No, that's book. until dawn. Yeah, I I wish it was an until dawn. I wish dawn that was a comic, comic book I could read. Yeah, I wish, but apparently not. Just according to one of the reviews I found, this is a uh, like side stories for, that are taking place within the evil within universe, and none of these characters are from the game, from what I understand from one of the reviews that I pulled here today. So. I guess these are all new characters and just different stories, but I guess the theme is the same where they are dealing with the psychological whatever and um, manifesting it. And I I guess a simulation, um, which is apparently what they were doing. So this has nothing to do with the game other than the fact that it's, it's in the same universe as that. Yeah. What about that? Uh, There was that one guy inside the asylum. I think they called him the butcher. He he was kind of like a, a, I kept thinking he was that guy from that uh, Dusk, uh, Dead by Daylight DLC pack, um, the, the Conehead guy. He was basically that guy. He just carries around a giant oh. like axe and like fucks your shit up. He's that same yeah. guy from from uh, the school game. What game was the, that? Si- Silent, Silent Hill. Hill. Yeah, yeah, Silent he's Hill. That fucking same guy. It's pyramid except head. a different a different like box. He has a box instead of a pyramid. Yeah, his name is Box Man, which I, I think it should be like Safe Head because it wasn't just a box; it was a safe with like a code and shit that's around his head. So it's not just a box; it's a safe, and it's on his head. So call him Box Head. What that guy's infinitely cooler than Conehead. Yeah, I think I, I want think, the Dead uh, by Daylight DLC pack with that guy. Fuck Conehead. Oh yeah, he's more of a comedic character, like the Dan Aykroyd Coneheads. <laughs> Oh, yeah, put the cone heads in there. Fuck yeah. That'd be awesome. And I think one of the reviews mentioned something about how it's just reusing some of the bad guys from it instead of making original things. So one of the reviews didn't like it for that. So I, I learned a lot from the reviews of this section about the evil within universe. Why would you want new evil characters specifically not in the game? Then you'd get pissed off and upset if they were like infinitely yeah. cooler than the game characters. Hey, yeah, I would. That sounds like a terrible idea. Well, fuck that guy. <laughs> his his opinions are dumb. Need more OC. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in this in this um, book. It's like they are traveling because since there's four characters and you have to learn about the their past trauma for each one. So you're you're going to all over the place you're, you're if you're in a school you're in a hospital you're in a uh a pow camp or something or mass grave or the 
Holocaust thing or whatever. You're in the doctor's office. My my favorite trauma was the was the dude who has trauma because he was drunk as a he's a doctor and he's drinking at work and then prescribing fucked up things to people because he's too drunk, which I think is hilarious. You don't really because you don't really think about that. It's you have you have a usually doctors have it together because you gotta study and shit and focus and they can learn to not drink at work. And I just like how that guy's just like getting wasted in the hospital, like seeing patients. That's awesome. I love that doctor. It's the same guy as the guy from Lost. Remember that main guy? He was like a surgeon. And like, didn't he have a drinking problem on that show too? Matt Fox? Maybe he did. I can't remember. But cool. Yeah, I like that guy too then. Well, maybe it's not as original as I thought, but I like that. I like how that's his whole like trauma, you know? He's like, oh, I killed people because uh, well, no, I like, was it's too even drunk. More fucked up because, like, there's a there's a some kind of like subway crash or some kind of like emergency when he's off shift, and he volunteers to help the EMTs because he's a fucking intern or a doctor or whatever the fuck he is at the yeah, hospital, doctor. and so he helps them out. And then for whatever reason, that's the trauma. I don't know if he was like drunk off of work when he volunteered to help. Is that what they were implying? Because like his trauma is like this this huge accident occurs and he just happens to be there and he starts helping them out to like try to save lives. And then they're talking about how like when he's at work, he writes all these prescriptions that are like wrong doses because he's too drunk to know better. So it was it was kind of confusing because like No, so I think they they let him off. He was just volunteering, so like he should have been fine. Yeah, no. So he, they let him. They kind of went easy on him. The prosecutors dropped the case because of his heroic acts on the subway. I think is what happened. That's how I understood it. So like, I ah, well, you 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 saved like twelve people, so you're a hero. But uh, so since everyone thinks you're a hero, we'll just go ahead and uh, drop the charges. But you're still a piece of shit because he killed probably like twenty people with your. Uh, wrong dose medicines and shit. I think that's what happened. But he's like, ah, fuck it, it's fine. He helped with the subway thing. That guy's name was Paul. And he yeah, was kind Paul. of a he was kind of a bitch. Like, it's, he and her. She for whatever reason, like whenever she touches someone, she sees what evil thing or happened to them, whatever their trauma is. They're because evil she's within. the main character, and they're all just like extras to be helping her out for parts but uh the part with him and her where they're on the subway like zombie it's basically trained to basan where she he plays the like cool older like buff dude from train basan who like tries to pin the zombies into the elder car while everyone else goes to safety and then Mm -hmm. they're like oh there's no locks on these doors so i'm just gonna let this door go and run to you who already opened the next door and then you're gonna slam it shut as soon as i run through and they do that once successfully and then the next uh department He's holding the door again while she goes to the next car to open it up. And she's like, oh, no, it's just the conductor's office or whatever the fuck it's called. And so he's like, all right, I just give up. I'm just going to die now. She's like, no, you can seriously just run over here and uh, jump and I'll catch you. And you and I will be safe, completely safe. He's like, no, no, I insist. I'm going to give up and just fucking go out like a bitch. Like, I want to kill myself like the cool army guy. Yeah, like, I don't understand why he just gave up so like half-heartedly and unnecessarily that was weak i think it's just because he's a little bitch he didn't have any liquor to get him through 
I mean, it's really kind of understandable. Like, I'm not going to deal with all this with with no liquor. I was looking at my notes and uh, that box man, I, I referred to him as Locker Face. And I think maybe that's a better name than Safe Head. Hmm. I like Safe. I like Safety Head. Just Safety. <laughs> safety Head. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, it was it ended up all being a simulation. So like I, I, I don't really time, know what the point is. Before he sacrifices himself, that Paul guy keeps telling him that they're clearly stuck in hell. And uh, I had a note here saying that that subway train ride proves Paul's theory wrong, that they're not actually in hell. So, <laughs> yeah, they were riding the train for hours, he said. Yeah. That's not hell. That's heaven. I was also very confused because um, so the main character, this girl named Dana, and for some reason she loses like her friend at college who got kidnapped right in front of her. And they keep like showing like flashbacks to this uh, this day. And so Dana and Kate are like at opposite ends of like a, a walkway on campus. And it's somehow like insanely busy and they can't even like move through it to get to each other and so dana's at the one end she's like kate hey it's me it's dana then her kate's like hey dana i'm over here i can't make it to you she's like don't worry kate i'll come to you and then she starts like pushing her way through the crowd and then this guy bumps into her and uh she says to him hey miss your manners watch I've never fucking heard that expression cool. ever i wonder if it's just a wrong translation or something like no one has ever said the phrase "miss your manners." Watch, it's like, well, are Kate you did. are you missing your manners or like mind your manners? Like, who the fuck says "miss your manners"? Watch, because because her the manners are gone. So since the manners are gone, if something is gone, you can then miss it, and uh, it depends on how much. Like, how much are you missing your manners right now? I think is what she means. That's not a real expression. No one has ever fucking said it that retardedly. <laughs> this is a, this this is a good expression. Bullshit. I'm going to start using it. Miss Your Manners Watch. That's our new title. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a good one. I like it. We're going to make um, this an expression that works. I, I just like any uh, any sentence that ends with like much or any question. Like walk much, how much? or something. But yeah, how, well, maybe not. That one's not as fun, but it's useful. Awesome. It's super fun. No, you just have to like say it insultingly. Like someone trips, you go like walk much. Someone um, read much. Yeah, read much when you uh, fuck you, up. You just like it as reviews. a bully kind of way. Yeah, like bullying. Yeah, or <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like it. Miss your manners much, rude dick. Boom. That would have nailed whoa. that guy. Too far. <laughs> that guy would have double kidnapped you. <laughs> you turn this kidnapping well, into a murder. So like. So, like, it's clearly the guy, it's the guy who set up, like, this whole booby trap thing for Dana at the end. Uh, we learned that at the very end, that it's that same guy. But, like, they never show what the fuck happens to Kate. She doesn't, like, walk away. She's just magically yeah. gone. But somehow it's supposed to be implied that the guy who bumps into Dana from the one end of the crowd then, like, shudders over to the opposite end of the crowd and kidnaps Kate. Like, how the fuck is that even doable? I don't think it is. This this plan of his is flawed. I don't really understand the point of it too. Like what is what is he after with this? I mean, did he say? 
Like he says somehow about like, oh, you were so easy to like. He's, he was saying something about how he saw all this potential in Dana's mind. And yeah. so he, all he had to do was just trigger it into going into overdrive or whatever by kidnapping her friend, which I don't understand any part of that. That none of that makes any fucking sense whatsoever for anything. Yeah, that that makes the the how makes no sense and the why makes no sense and like why does he care about that? Like what what can she even do with this vague power? Does she have like the power to see people's inside of people? Is that her power? Is like she touches people and she sees their evil within? Like I think it's like she's the one who brought out all of their worst fears and anxieties because that machine was hooked up to like all four of them, and I guess she was the the main character of it so it was whatever like she was projecting but because she could touch and see all of their fears she was then able to project their worst nightmares and that's hmm. how it came true i don't know if that's what he was talking about like he wanted her to be his partner or like his apprentice i guess because she could do that it, it didn't make any sense they didn't go into enough like explanation for any of that they, they needed like another chapter just about explaining what the fuck was special about her yeah, or maybe like a game or two. I really liked uh, Safehead is like chasing uh, Paul and uh, I, I don't know the army guy's name and Dana when they're in a, a, a like meat packing plant and Paul freaks out because he's the biggest bitch of the entire group. There's two women, yeah. two guys. Paul's the biggest bitch without question the entire time. He just wants to run away every fucking time. So he starts running away down this empty hallway. And then Dana like is finally able to chase him down and grab his arm and stop him. Because he's like two feet in front of like a, a piano wires or razor wires. Which would have just like dissected the shit out of him. And they have to like... Um, quickly grab a pipe and kind of like maneuver it and, and, uh, and uh, kind of sneak their way past it so they don't like fucking slice themselves up but then the pipe breaks on the wire somehow and the army guy has to stay back and just sacrifice himself to safe head but that would have been awesome if they just showed that guy can slice the fuck up yeah and then they say sliced up much Paul you little yeah. bitch yeah run much Look where you're going much, Paul, Little you bitch. dumb cunt. <laughs> See, it's fun. They can just bully him like that. I wish they just bullied him into, like, sacrificing himself suicide ways. Like, internet troll suicide shit. Oh, yeah. Internet bullying. That'd be cool. Nap on that train much, Paul, you bitch, and then he just wakes <laughs> up and jumps all out the window. That would have been He's the perfect like, Yeah, ending. I do nap much. You got a point there, Dana. <laughs> That's your, that's your power. That's your true power, Dana. Yeah. She bully anyone into suicide. <laughs> yeah, she just insults people by saying much at the end of things that she asks them. Mind your manners, watch asshole. Oh, you're right. I'm just going <laughs> to kill myself in this crowd. Yeah. Oh, that's a cool power. That just is, say like that a is much a real comment. powerful power, yeah. Yeah. I would want her as my apprentice if that was her power. Yeah, me too. Like she touches them and sees what their biggest fear is. And then she can bully them into, like, killing themselves for her own enjoyment. Yeah. It's cool. All right, I, I got nothing else. Do you have anything else for this? No, I only had the two notes. All right. So, I don't know, like, this one ended with, like, her... The the guy reveals the plan about how, like, he wanted her to uh, be his apprentice or some whatever dumb shit. 
they've got this computer simulator thing like hooked up to all four of them and she destroys it and then like he's like oh that would have worked but we're inside of a second stimulator inside of that simulator and now i'm just gonna <laughs> trap you in like hell or something ridiculously stupid and so that's where that ends but on the library's website they do have like two or three more volumes of this series so i don't know what what the fuck is going on i don't think there's ever been a sequel to the video game so i don't know like what the fuck they're going off of on those i only saw four issues i mean okay i will we'll have to read them lot. on the library side then i guess so next week when we read them again yeah all right here's some reviews read some fucking reviews you cuck all right, uh, I just grabbed a couple of them. Okay, so this was five stars. This was a good book. As a prequel to the main game, this was a good book. So I guess oh, it was a prequel. Okay. Mm, interesting. Then this one is pretty good. One star. Oops, wrong item. It was not Game Guide. It was a graphic novel. Who's, who buys a Game Guide? I mean, this is from like 2017. Uh, this guy's buying Game Guides. Just use YouTube, you asshole. Well, yeah, but maybe it's a YouTube content creator. Maybe. And those guys probably have to buy the game guides. Yeah, I guess someone does. This is a patient zero of game guides. What else do I have here? All right, and then one more. One star, nothing new and a waste if time. I read a lot of horror comics, and this has nothing too T.O. good in it. Right, much asshole. <laughs> yeah, right, much. <laughs> if we're gonna do it. We're gonna evil within him. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna awesome. kill himself now. God damn it! They had a chance to do what they wanted with no limits, so they just used the bad guys from the game and these new heroes. Never really fight back. They walk around. There's no punctuation in this too. By the way, that's that's why this is. I I do read much. Okay, I read enough. There's no punctuation. This guy really needs to write more. Where this was I at now? Fuck. Yeah, he really doesn't write much. Okay. These new heroes never really fight back. They walk around, then get chased, then escape normally with one person being killed. And it does this over and over. I want to say that I'm a huge fan of the game. I really enjoyed it, but not the comic. If you want a good horror comic, then, capital T, then get colder or nail biter. They're T-H-E-R-E, my personal favorites, spelled with a U, but this is from UK, so like I can let it slide. So, shitty review, uh, but he mentioned Nailbiter. Read Nailbiter. Remember that? Yeah, we Check read the that. Archives. It's a little nod to giraffes have black tongues in this. Yeah, he's a fan. <laughs> yeah. He'll love it when Grammar Hitler and uh, real-life Dana tear him down a peg. Yeah. Fucking asshole. Use, use punctuation. This yeah. is hard to read. Don't capitalize in the middle of a fucking run-on sentence. Yeah. You wanker. Fucking wanker. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to make a, just one long run-on sentence, then commit to it. This, this guy's a real um, inferior uh, being, right? Just like Penultiman was. Was he? I mean, he felt like he was, but was he really? Penultiman or, or the reviewer? No, the reviewer was a dumb cunt, but Penultiman, <laughs> was he? I mean, not really. Like, I, I don't understand his whole conundrum of like, oh, I feel... So Penultiman is from way in the future, just to... Because I, I don't know if 
any of our listeners will have read Pen Ultiman by Ahoy Comics, but probably We've everyone knows this We've got a big Ahoy one. Comics following. We get all those tweets saying, hey, read some Ahoy Comics. Right. I can't wait for the Netflix show to come out. So he's a, he's a character that's created in the year 90,019 by this dude named Gag Roxaplax. And uh, they're like, I forget what they call them, superior beings or something like that. They're the ultimate beings. So ultimate like they, beings, they're, yeah. they're, the, they're the pinnacle of evolution. There's the, they're the top. So, so the ultimate being is they use their brain. So their, their bodies are kind of uh, weirdly proportioned and like kind of not small, but kind of like dwarf-like, I guess. Yeah, they have giant with heads, big heads. With tiny yeah. limbs and stuff. Right, right. And Penn Ultiman is like a Superman type. You know, he's he's very muscular, but and he has they all laugh at him. Production organs, which they find disgusting. <laughs> yeah, he has a dick, so they don't like that. Which is cool. I like how I like when they confirm that heroes have a dick. Because, like Superman, do you even know if he has a dick or not? Oh, he has quite the dick. How do you not know it? Have you never stared at his bulge? <laughs> oh yeah, I guess that's true. You gotta. I need someone to reference the dick for each of my heroes. Like, oh yeah, you, you, your dick that you have. Batman clearly that's, has uh, dick. Batman has yeah. dick for days. Any DC female character will vouch to that. <laughs> what if he has like a fake like bat dick, like from his utility belt? Awesome. You don't know. You need. Yeah, that would be cool. If if I was billionaire Bruce Wayne. And I owned Wayne Tech. I would make myself like an enhanced, mediocre-sized dick, just to <laughs> replace my regular dick. It just fits like over your regular dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Still it, debatable whether or not Batman has a dick. You know, we don't know for sure. But Penultimate certainly has a he dick. He clearly has some kind of dick. Well, he has cum, but does he have a dick? No one knows. I need to see the dick. Or at least have someone talk about it. But everybody, but all the ultimate beings hate him and they think like he's, he's a gross and inferior because like he's muscular and shit, which is pretty funny. So they send him back in time uh, to present day. I I, kind of like that idea, but he penultimate is better than everybody. Yeah. Oh, is it 2017? I thought that's not current day. So, so yeah, anyway, he uses his uh, inferior powers to be, extremely superior in the year 2017 uh so he's like doing superhero stuff but he's like hates himself and he reads all these stupid positivity books which is pretty funny um and he builds a robot to and he programs this robot to be a fucking asshole i don't know why he would well i guess it makes sense by the end because he just wants the robot to like uh humiliate him he has like a turns out he has like a cucking fetish or, yeah, or something like kink. that yeah <laughs> he really needs to get into cucking though i mean it, it, he would love it he he would love watching that he's just into like humiliation uh fetishes or whatever those are he just needs someone to degrade him and shit he just wants people to laugh at his dick but it's too pretty yeah so they just marvel at it so he hates it anti-penultiman yeah anti-penultiman and then his and then, robot that he that built builds a robot. His own robot called Pre-Anti Penultiman. Okay. I mean, I guess if I were in Penultiman's position, you know, let's let's say I don't have like a cucking fetish or whatever, 
I would go back and I would just call myself Ultiman. Like the penultimate thing, it seems like a weird thing to focus on. It's like, I don't want to focus on how I'm the second best. Yeah, because it's 80,000 something years in the future where you're second best. Modern day times, you are the ultimate final step in evolution. You are the be all end all. Yeah. I also like how they just call it, he calls his parent just parent. That's pretty funny. Because I guess they don't reproduce, right? So, yeah, just parent. Get your gross dick out of here. But then the ultimate beings, they have to call him back to the future to help out with something because their brain powers didn't work and they needed his destructive muscles to take care of whatever invasion was happening on Earth. And then it's like, all right, parent, we're going to hang out now, right? And they're like, uh, no, you're going to go right back. So see ya. Yeah, I don't know why. Get the fuck out of here. That was bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. I would have, like, worked out some kind of guarantee for myself prior to beating the Iron Fist giant thing that it was before saving him. I'm like, fuck that. If I do this for you, you're doing something for me. Yeah. Oh, and I also had another note about there. there's one scene in a grocery store with people uh, just vandalizing the grocery store in various ways. And there's just one panel of this this dude taking a shit into a big like layer cake, which I thought was pretty funny. I don't like sitting on the top of the cake. I I think he's just dumping his ass in it like people do with like copier machines and like nonsensical wild party scenes at like offices. I didn't think he was shitting shitting in it. I think he was just like mooning into the cake or whatever. He's just like putting his ass, ass in the cake. Yeah. <laughs> Why not shit in it then? You're, you're already like that far into it. Just take a shit. It's funny. I think he was shitting in the cake. It would have been better. I like that imagery. Was. Yeah, that's that's way cooler. It's way funnier. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's we're, putting we're going, your ass on a cake is funny, but shitting in a cake. Oh man, you're in a you're in another level. Yeah, that dude shat You've on ascended a cake. Funny. It was awesome. The penultimate thing is putting your ass in the cake. The ultimate mind will <laughs> shit in the cake. Good point. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, that was the last note I had about this, actually. I mean, I, I didn't think this was a terrible book. I thought it was all right. It's kind of weird, this weird cucking fetish that penultimate has. But overall, it was fine. I didn't hate it. It's not cooking. It has nothing to do with cooking. It's going to turn into cucking, though. No. It must. It's a humiliation thing. Like he likes, but eventually, he likes feeling inferior and like not good enough. Okay. Well, I, I think you should get into cucking and he'll feel plenty of that. He would love it. So when he's in like not penultimate form, he transplants into this like little tiny dude with a cool mustache. But that guy's name is Wayne Cruz, but he doesn't look at all Hispanic whatsoever. No, he's he like doesn't. A, he's like the whitest white dude of all time. But that's his that's his secret identity, Wayne Cruz. He has an arch enemy named Zev Zolo, who he who has like this giant death ray pinball machine, which seems so unnecessarily like what's uh what's the word I'm looking for? It's like so like extravagant and not to the point of a death ray machine 
Like, I yeah. don't know why he takes like 38 extra steps to get to like the death balls dropping into the earth instead of just going straight to like a, a, a rocket launcher or like a, a trebuchet, something like way fucking simpler than like a fucking pinball machine to do it. Just, just make it a ball and just drop the ball. Zevzolo, when he arrests him, he, he explains that he loves reading Tennessee Williams. That's cool. I've heard of that guy. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that name, too. He wrote, he wrote stuff. Sure um, did. He thinks, he thinks that Penultimate would like him, too, because he actually, has, he actually shows caring for all of his characters he writes for. So that's a great review of Tennessee Williams from Zev Zolo. Zev Zolo looks like Cockknocker from uh, Jay and Silent Bob, though. Like the, the character oh. Mark Hamill played in the, in the okay. fake movie with Blonde Man and Chronic. Cool. So when he first starts battling him, he takes him to this secret place called the Hiding Space, which was just basically like a a, a microcosm of time and space, like a, a weird fold out of it. But I thought that was a weak fucking unoriginal name for it. Yeah, they could probably do better. And then the last note here, uh, when he thinks he's going back home, he leaves anti-penultimate in charge in his place. Because usually this robot, it looks just like him, so it'll usually like, help him and fill in for him when there's like a bunch of like different battles or whatever or uh, emergencies happening at the same time. So this guy takes his place for a little bit. And uh, he, he starts winning over, like, his enemy, like, Zeb Zolo, like, he listens to him. And that's the thing that Penultimate never did. So he's finally, like, ready to reform. Like, he gets uh, him a bunch of promotions at work because he starts, like, helping out his uh, co-workers instead of just being a, a loner and an asshole. And so, like, they take him out to go drinking to celebrate his promotion. And uh, at 3.52 a.m., he calls director Growley to like leave a, a big like curse filled uh, voicemail for him, and he also quits. But like, what fucking bar is still open and serving at four in the fucking morning? Well, they they are in New York. Maybe they can stay open later. Yeah, but does New York allow for bars to serve at four a.m.? I don't know. I think there might be certain. Like maybe if they're like maybe if it's like private establishment like clubs because like yeah we have a place at work that they could stay open until whenever they choose to close like the VIP bar but I don't know four AM just seemed way too late to me yeah get some get some rest breakfast drinks yeah is there a second volume of this book or was that it because like it ends with it ends with the uh, Anti-Penultiman saying like, oh, like after he tricks him into like thinking he's gone home and he like reveals like how sad he is and how he doesn't feel adequate enough. And uh, then he's like, all right, I have this big plan. What if you and I just switch places? And then like he arrests him and like imprisons him in this little like orb thing in front of the crowd. He's like, don't worry, this guy will never show his face in front of you guys again. I, Penultiman, have saved you all. And then, like, as they're floating away back to their secret base, he's like, yeah, that was a really good job. You did great. He's like, yeah, yeah, thanks. He's like, yeah, we have to keep up appearances. And he's like, yeah, we sure do. And then, like, he said something, and the guy, like, laughed at it instead of, like, reacting differently like I thought he would have. So I don't understand what the fuck the ending was, but 
it said the end, so I don't know if there's going to be a sequel or not, but they switched places, and he's happy now being the robot and being locked away, I guess. I think what it was, and now I can't remember exactly what they said to one another, but what it was was the robot, it just instead of saying like, you know, yeah, good job, penultimate, he's just like, uh, yeah, whatever, you're a piece of shit. So, something like along the lines of that, he's just like, ah, fuck you, then penultimate looks happy. He's happy because someone's talking down to him. I think that's what it was. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, I love that. I love being humiliated. Anyway, yeah, but that that's the end of it. That's all I could find. I mean, it does, doesn't appear to continue. So we'll have to all write into um, Ahoy Comics, tell them to keep it going. Definitely. I can't wait for uh, the Revival series. Yeah, this, me ep- too. this episode here is going to give it a major bump, a huge spike in sales. Yeah, because it's the first review. So I couldn't find any reviews. Five stars. Four stars. It was adequate enough. It wasn't great. Oh, you're right. Yeah. It was good. I mean, Shit. it was okay. It wasn't great. Could be better. It was a thing. Could be one step better. Yeah, I like four stars. That's a that's a better one to put. Yeah. Wow me much, penultimate writers. <laughs> Speaking of being wowed, were you wowed by Men in Black, the uh series? This thing was pretty fucking bad. Fuck! These comic book shows! So you couldn't find it on the website, but I did. But it looked like there were like 54 or 50-something episodes of this shit. I have no oh, idea wow. how the fuck it lasted that long. Yeah, that seems like a long time. We watched episode 10. I, I forget the... Was there a title to this one? I, I forgot Probably to look. I didn't write it down. Yeah, shit, I didn't either. But it was episode 10 from season one. And it was, it was about aliens that eat the chemical your brain produces when you're having pleasant dreams. So they have to go into the, is this supposed to be Will Smith though? Like, is that the same character character as Will Smith? Okay. Okay. That's what I thought. I know. Well, clearly it's not him, but yes, this is a not Will Smith playing Will Smith's character from men in black Jay. Uh, And they have to go into his dream because he gets this alien latches onto him and they have to like wake him up. And you know what? The this this the way the series opens, I hate the theme song. Because you have this you oh, have this, this you that perfect no. theme song. That was the one that I had. This theme song slapped. It was fucking awesome. It was so much better <laughs> than that shitty Will Smith rap song about it. Here come the men in black? Yeah. You think this is better than Here Come the oh, Men in Black? Infinitely better. Are you Whoa. fucking kidding me? This song this had nothing. This is like shitty awesome. royalty free music. Yeah, it was like a shitty, like knockoff ripoff version of it. It was awesome. No lyrics even, whatsoever. It was fucking great. I loved it. This is this is what Will Smith wishes his Men in Black song was. Song that makes me just sit there and think about all the mistakes I've made in my life while I'm waiting for the show to start. No, it's this, fucking terrible. This song was great, man. I hated this song. Here come the Men in Black. That was the perfect song. Rap Will Smith rapping about fucking shitty movie that he was in. No, this one's awesome. Better. I don't think so. And this one has a woman in black? When when did this happen? L? Yeah. When, when was this all about? Oh, Doesn't really? There was a woman in the black? first fucking movie? That's like the <laughs> entire that at all. baseline of the first movie, isn't it? Like, it ends with her officially joining them, and then they say that some joke about Dennis Rodman being an alien or some dumb shit. It's Dennis Rodman or Michael Jackson. I don't remember what celebrity it was. But isn't that the very closing line of the movie? 
I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen it since I was a child. I haven't watched this movie since. Yeah, I was like <laughs> twelve. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a woman in black too. There's always been one. Hell. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I I'm, I need to catch up on my Men in Black lore and my the Evil Within lore. Yeah, you didn't do any homework whatsoever for this. I, did, I didn't. Yeah. Research. I read much, the books. Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself now. Power of data. Yeah. Oh, so so yeah, this is like that whole the thing they do in every every single thing where you have to go into someone's dream is if you die in the dream, you die for real. That that seems to happen every time that Yeah. Yeah. Except no pedophiles that we could see for sure. Right. They go into Jay's dream and I was kind of uh, kind of upset that they went there and he was just like at work and not banging his coworkers. But then the, you know, the coworkers came and they were like uh, he was trying to bang the the woman in black. Uh, well, it turns out later he wasn't dreaming about that. That was the the alien who was disguising himself as the as the woman in black to try and bang Jay. No, those aliens' powers is that they make you have pleasing dreams, so they yeah. can like suck off the like dream juice. And yeah. so they knew that this guy was an egomaniac. And so, like, his dream was, like, he was succeeding in being, like, praised at work and then praised by the L-Lady, or the alien version of the L-Lady, and she kept, like, wanting to, like, fuck him, but not fucking him in the dream, and that was making his, like, dream dick hard, and then the alien could just dream suck off his dream dick and swallow that sweet, sweet dream juice. Oh, that's how it works, wow. It totally worked, yeah. Gotta read between the lines. Yeah. But, you know, for me, I, I, I think a pleasant dream for me would not be one where I was at work. No, my pleasant dream would just be like me napping. Yeah. You have to go into the next dream to get that dream just. If you die in that dream, you die for real in the first dream. Yeah, then you die in the real dream. Then you dream, die for real. But not in the real life life. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, L is in, the, is in his dream, too. And what, What's the other guy's name? The Tommy Lee Jones gay? K. K, okay. So J K L, like the alphabet. I see, dude. got it. Alphabet got it. much. Yeah. All right. I see the pattern now. I thought it was like J is short for Jason or something, and L is short for something else. But anyway, okay, fine. K was in the dream. So this is just like a dream version of K that has no consequence at all and what's going on. And fucking L is like rushing to try and save this dude when he like bounces off uh, the blimp or whatever the fuck they were on. And she's like, no, K, fucking, I'm going to fucking save you. Who cares? Why would she care about that? She should know that. She should know better. That was a little bit weird because she is the one who like got transplanted into the dream. So she is the one who would fucking know that she's the only real person in this dream. So it made no sense that she was like worried about the dream version of someone else. Yeah. Like this isn't her dream where you, your rational thinking is gone. This is her rational thinking. Part of her brain is still activated here. She shouldn't be, she should be like, yeah, fuck it. Who cares? But anyway, yeah, eventually they wake up and uh, save the day. And then um, Jay was like, oh, so L, like in that dream, that that slug that was disguised as you, he's going to rub my feet. How about you rub my feet? And she says, keep dreaming. And then uh, then that's the end of the episode. Yep. A plus. Great show. Bring it back for another four seasons. <laughs> Can't wait. 
to watch more Men in Black, the animated series. Didn't they just make another Men in Black movie like last year with like uh, Thor? Yeah, yeah, the they fuck? did. I didn't why watch they, it. Why are they still making movies of this shit? Don't ask me. I didn't watch it though. It looked like a piece of shit. I don't think I've seen any of them except for the first one. All right. Isn't Johnny Knox? Oh, no, no, no. It's Vincent D'Onofrio. Never mind. Johnny Knoxville. I couldn't remember if that was Johnny Knoxville in that or not. <laughs> but no, I think it's D'Onofrio who plays the like All right. guy with a bug living inside of him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that guy, but I don't remember L. It's the lady from Dogma, Linda Florentino. She's not a blonde. She's a brunette. And like I think in the first movie, they're recruiting her to be the new one. Like they just hire Will Smith and then like his first job is to hire her or something. And like it ends with her officially becoming a men in black person. Hmm. That's all I remember from it is her joining and saying some dumb line. Cause like they talk about something. I can't remember. It's like a Chicago bulls game or a concert, but they talk about something coming to MSG. And like, she says, Oh yeah, it's either Dennis Rodman or Michael Jackson's also an alien in our like organization. And that's the big hilarious joke to end it. Ha ha. All right. Anything else about Men in Black? I think that's all I have to say about Men in Black. No. All right. Not great. No, it really wasn't. I wouldn't watch it. So for next week, next week will be the second Friday of the month. So that means more Invincible. What? Yeah, man. We're doing the, our monthly Invincible episode. Oh, I thought you meant like the show was coming back or something. I no, 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 no. For a second. Confuse me much? <laughs> yeah, I guess. False Confused hope much? much? <laughs> well, I mean, you still get to read more Invincible. That's exciting. How many volumes do you want to do? Is four too many? Yeah. So three? Yeah. All right. So what is that? Volume uh, eight, nine, and ten. Okay. Perfect. So join us next week for that. Fucking invincible. Can't wait. All right. So in the meantime, follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. At these do the God. Follow us at Giraffes HBT Pod on Facebook and Twitter. Go to patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues. And go to soundcloud.com slash DJ Von Meer for the music. See you next week. Bye. I didn't remember it being the second Friday every week because I found another book written by that same guy who wrote The Evil Within, Ian Edgington, and oh, it's yeah. another video game franchise. So, oh, which one? So, Assassin's Creed Locus Volume One is what I'm picking next time. But oh, okay. apparently, there are like eight thousand variations of Assassin's Creed comic books for some reason. Like, I just like typed like. It came up as like a, a, hey, if you just read this book, you might enjoy one of these. And there were like four different Assassin's Creed stories. And then I saw that this one was written by the same guy. So I clicked on it. And this one's called Locus. 
But then I was just like curious about like how many there were. So I just typed it in onto the library search engine and there are like 8,000 different Assassin's Creed comic book stories for some reason. Oh man. Completely baffling to me. I don't know why there need to be that many. I hope it's about the uh, Viking one, Valhalla. No, none of them are that one. None God of them are damn new. it! God like damn the, it! The newest one I saw was Origins. Oh, that's the um, Egypt one. Yeah, this one's from 2017, The Locust, and it looks like it's a uh, Ezio, the Italian one, on the cover. Okay. I didn't see any about the North America one. Or the pirate one. No, there is a pirate one. Oh, not, cool. But I love the pirate one. I never played that one through. I, I played like 12 minutes of that one. Never made it that far into it. Really? It I like that one. I thought that one was way better than the other one. Really? You could sing shanties and shit. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Blackbeard is there. You're a pirate. You can sing shanties in the new one, the Viking one. Yeah, yeah. You can do that too. I never did it. I just fast traveled. I miss fast traveling in this newest one. Yeah, me too. That was great. Damn, Assassin's Creed. You know, of course they have so many comic books. They're just trying to whore out that series as much as possible. It's like, if you're trying to make a, a game a year, it's then, you know, why not make comic books? Why doesn't MLB The Show have a comic book? They have a game a year. Don't even, don't even get me started on that idea. <laughs> I'm going to pitch this to MLB. Just going to write them every day. Going to write a comic book a day and send it to them. I'm going to make them all about like young inner city, like African-American children who like deep down love baseball, but they're embarrassed about their love of baseball. And then like some like weird coincidences happen. And then like they get invited to a game and they catch a foul ball and it just bursts out their true love of baseball or something like that because they're desperately trying to appeal to the young black kids because that's the market I guess they desperately want to have become fans. <laughs> I don't understand, but sure. I'll go with that as an idea for a storyline. I can come up with at least seven comic books based on that alone. They'll eventually yeah. hire me for one of them. And this guy always wears an Indian's hat and has a beard. And he just always happens to be there creepily looking at me when I catch my ball in front of him. <laughs> and then Jealous. I mock him. And then I mock him, hey, catch much asshole. <laughs> and then he just cries in front of me. And then he kills himself in the bathroom. Yeah. He jumps off the uh, balcony at the stadium. <laughs> yeah, this thing is already written itself. I'm gonna, and uh, if I don't get MLB's approval, I'll just make it like some shitty like independent league. Like knockoff oh, yeah. shit. Like, it'll be called like yeah, the You Cleveland, gotta shop it out. The shop Cleveland it out National to all the leagues. Or something simple like that. So I can pass like, the MLB <laughs> trademark rules. Yeah. Just, I just the team I should is not just be called like the racial pitching slurs. this idea on air, giving it away. I'm pissing away money right now. Yeah, we got to stop doing that. Dick pick cups and yeah, MLB also, comic books. How many orders do you have for my dick pick silhouette? Hundreds. Coffee milk. <laughs> They're on back order. Fucking a. What was your? Go, you didn't shut up the Etsy shop to buy my uh, dick pick mug. Oh yeah, it's uh, Ready Games on Etsy. I, I shouted that out. Out this week. Goodbye. You can buy game boxes and dick pic mugs. More importantly, you can buy my dick pic silhouette mug for your coffees. Yeah. Or hot chocolates. I'll allow it. Silhouette, though. I, I don't know about that. I thought, okay. W- what were we going with instead? Just reg- regular pics. It's dick pics. 
That's my idea. Dick pick mug. Charge an extra dollar fifty, and I'll do a regular dick pick mug. Oh, okay. The silhouette would be more work, though, so I think that one should be more money. Really, I thought that would be easier. Well, you, you gotta like you have like two extra steps. You gotta, you know, outline the dick and then fill in the shade, shade in the area, and then print it. Whereas if it's just dick pick, you just throw it on the cup and print it. I really like the idea of it just being a silhouette. And then when you put the hot liquid in, it reveals like the full flesh colored actual penis. Ooh, that's going to be a lot more money. That's, I don't that even know how to go about that. A ton of work, but that one's going to make so much more money. Yeah. I like that. It's like the one where you have like the ladies on it and then you pour in the liquid and the bikini comes off or whatever because of the heat. Never heard of this idea. Pretty I swear sure that's I made it up for my dick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop giving away our ideas on this. Good, good call. See you next week, everyone. Yeah. Send me money. Dick pics. Church.